Hello and welcome to Cloud Insiders, brought to you by Extrovert, the podcast that brings cloud down to earth. A very warm welcome to you all. Today I am talking to Extrovert lead consultant Curtis Brown about, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, thanks to being a member of the VMware Expert EUC group, um, Curtis got invited to a briefing and, um, well, could you tell us what that was all about? We live in interesting times. Um, <laughs> essentially, uh, the, the latest um, announcement from VMware is uh, for a new um, integrated solution that they're referring to as Anywhere Workspace. Um, a little bit of background to it is probably worth setting the scene. Mm -hmm. um, so if you think of it in terms of um, the last year in particular, of course, there's been a lot of challenges for IT and a lot of IT organizations have had to quickly adapt in some really imaginative and inventive ways of moving their workforce from the office into, the, into remote working. And some of those solutions have been, uh, as I say, very creative, not necessarily scaled that well, but often it sacrificed things like um, security uh, in some instances, sometimes performance. Uh, and a lot of places have, scale, have struggled with scaling as well um, to get that to the point where uh, what was a nice to have in terms of a solution for remote working for a, a small proportion of the workforce all of a sudden had to meet the needs of the majority of the workforce. So you've got this hodgepodge solutions of um, uh, different moving parts from different vendors that are basically good enough to get working but not necessarily the way you want to be moving forward. Yeah. So VMware's timing on this is actually pretty good. Previously to, pre, over previous years, VMware have been looking at um, uh, a number of different paradigms in some respects. So app and cloud modernization in the data center and even beyond. So a lot of hybrid cloud, multi-cloud, network virtualization products, um, that, that sort of thing. A lot of the stuff around Kubernetes and so forth. Um, moving towards any app in any cloud, that sort of mo uh, capability. Uh, from an EUC digital workspace side, you've got this um, pulling some of those threads together through Workspace One, um, and the ability to work anywhere, manage devices, wherever you locate and so forth. Now, the idea of the Anywhere Workspace is actually to pull together this concept of being able to work anywhere. And that's accepting that in, that in most scenarios, we aren't 100% remote and we aren't 100% at work. We're somewhere in between. So we need to support a hybrid start work style, something that can do all of the above. And so VMware um, are effectively looking at this from the point of view of all these different teams have different challenges, have different products, all kind of mesh together. So VMware's approach is that it's to answer this sort of fragmented model of security, complexity, poor experience in some cases. You've got to click on this to run that to get to there. Mm. You need to get away from that sort of complexity. It, it makes it a nightmare to support, so supportability is a factor as well. So hence Anywhere Workspace. Anywhere Workspace is effectively bringing together three uh, set three products that sit together um, in in the ability of being able to address this anywhere um, workspace idea. Yeah. So on one hand, we've got workspace one. 
which is already there and we can deliver the management of end clients we can deliver identity to users uh, so we've got that security layer we can do can um, compliance checking all that good stuff the next part of this the equation is carbon black carbon black is a security solution so antivirus anti-malware all cloud-based so it can be run from anywhere from carbon black we then move on to the final part of the uh, the trifecta of products um, and that's a relatively new one um, and that's VMware's secure access service service edge solution okay now, this is the exciting bit actually it's network virtualization now it's based upon the uh, Vela cloud um, software defined WAN solution mm -hmm. Um, but it's a cloud-based WAN offering. So if you consider that most companies work on the context of uh, if they need to access resources, they often configure clients with VPN solutions that will reach back into the uh, corporate data center and to access on-premises resources. Um, and if they then need to do cloud, they may well have to do uh, split tunneling to be able to branch that networking. But it all hairpins through the data center. Yeah. Now, what SASE, what uh, SASE or SASE? Well, I'd love to find out what how it's pronounced. It's SASE. SASE. Yes, okay. I did an episode with uh, Tom McVeigh from Menlo, and it is pronounced SASE. See, these networking people got lovely names for things. <laughs> So SASE um, essentially moves that, uh, that VPN hairpinning, as it were, away from the data center to the cloud. So effectively, you're moving that point of access into the solution, uh, into that, that point of presence, as it were, into the cloud. Now, beauty of it is being in the cloud. Firstly, you've got this secure aspect of it, but also um, from a point of presence, there are hundreds of points of presence that are all located around the world. So you as a user can work pretty much anywhere. It could be the office, it could be um, uh, a home, it could be sitting at the top of Mount Everest, if you've got a good enough link, um, and basically join that point of presence. And then from the point of presence, you've got this software defined wide area network gateway into your data center but more to the point as well into um, cloud providers such as AWS Azure and um, uh, SaaS providers such as um, uh, Office 365 so instead of the hairpin going all the way to your data center and then back out which of course that data center those VPN solutions are your hardware appliances things can go wrong with it and whatever actually now we're talking about a cloud solution that's managed by VMware it's massively resilient and all the rest of it but also you get the performance aspect now by blending these solutions together um, Workspace One's tunneling technology becomes the endpoint on the client that talks to SASE um, so you've got that level covered. Workspace One is also managing the configuration of the um, uh, carbon black uh, endpoint component um, that's sitting on the device. Um, so the configuration of rules and compliance policy and so forth all integrates between Workspace One, carbon black, and the, and, and the layer for uh, accessing SASE. 
Now, if you've got SD-WAN appliances uh, that are in your data center, then again, it becomes a point of presence and a connect connection point into your DC, hence you still get that kind of service as well. So what we're talking about here is a single pane, single, single solution end-to-end -end that provides the ability to support applications regardless of location in a secure manner um, and the ability to manage the endpoints to ensure that they are that the user and the device are compliant. Beautiful. So yeah, it's wrapping everything that we loved about Workspace ONE and making it even faster, even safer, and kind of taking the pressure off your own data center and moving the presence into the cloud. I mean, conceptually, it's bringing together um, almost all the strands that VMware do. So you've got network virtualization, you've got the whole app modernization and data center piece, hybrid cloud, all that jazz, and then the digital workspace elements. And let's remember as well, the digital workspace side also brings into the mix um, the traditional workspace one abilities of integration for single sign-on into SaaS providers, but also uh, on-premises for VDI uh, or even cloud-based VDI in the sense of uh, uh, either uh, Horizon Cloud on Azure um, or uh, Horizon 8 on on-prem or in VMC on AWS or other providers. So you can do desktops, you can do thick applications, published applications. Um, we can throw up native applications down to devices through Workspace ONE. We can provision uh, connectivity and that layer of uh, authentication and trust with your SaaS applications, but you can do it all through a nice secure tunnel using SASE. Cool. And, and on top of that, antivirus and anti-malware cover as well. Not to be sniffed at. You mentioned at the top that um, this is kind of born out of the modge podge of um, everything that's been done over the last year. How easy would it be for a company to get involved with this coming in clean? Well there would have to be an evolution but that's not necessarily as painful as as would be considered um, because they are separate components some customers may already have elements of it so workspace one for example um, so it would be a case of migration from whatever antivirus to carbon black for example um, implementing sassy would be a relatively new thing but it would be flicking from the existing VPN offering to that and standing that up. So there would be a design, a design process to evolve into it. Um, but at the end of the day, what it does is eliminates the issue of disjointed solutions that don't necessarily fit together that well, that don't necessarily give you that complete end-to-end, -end, but with the added um, layer of capability that SASE gives you uh, in the in, as a cloud offering in that sense, but also by virtue of Workspace ONE um, and the integration between the products, um, you get this ease of management that at the moment you'd be looking at half a dozen products and half a dozen consoles to achieve. You might be looking at a VPN from one provider, antivirus from another provider, um, patching might well be uh, on-prem Microsoft uh, WASA servers or even or through the cloud. You might have an MDM solution. You might then have a desktop solution in uh, SCCM as well. You might end up with um, a half a dozen or more different vendors that all 
work alongside each other, but they're certain you'd have to uh, manage them all discreetly and have different skill sets in those areas. This way tries to bring those in, into one integrated solution. Okay, so if we can take this down the full way and then back up to a kind of medium level, on the face of it, what would be the impact for end users? Well, the end user would have a better user experience because they don't necessarily need to have the worry of having to log into a v log into their machine, maybe fire up a VPN software that has one account on it and then try and connect to a service that's got another account. Those sort of things would be dealt with under the hood. Um, so workspace one enrollment on the device means that effectively you've already done your uh, you, you can control your authentication and indeed the SASE layer effectively kicks in as soon as you start the device. So that whole tunneling aspect is done for you. That's all done at the back end. So um, none of that is necessarily an issue. Now there are other solutions that can do, like uh, Microsoft have their own connectivity solution. Be that as it may, the integration here is the key. And that user experience becomes more seamless because we're not having to worry about users having to do different things in different places. They'll have one workspace, one catalog, for example. They'll have their SaaS applications and their um, THIC applications. Um, and if they open that SaaS application, or if that THIC application has a reach back into the data center, the user doesn't have to worry about, oh, am I on the VPN or not? That's gone. Antivirus configuration to accommodate those applications, well, that's gone. That, that's not a problem either, because Workspace One and Carbon Black are addressing that. Carbon Black being cloud-based, well, that, my updates are there as well for the antivirus because, well, that's in the cloud, that's great. So all those sort of elements are now largely taken taken in taken in to the centralized administration of IT security, IT in general, and moved away as a worry for the user. Complexity goes. Okay, so essentially, yeah, it's improving the UI, which is just going to make your employers and end users happier and it's probably going to end up saving you time and therefore upping productivity to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, if we think of it from the point of view of as an integrated solution with less moving parts um, that are designed to work together from the outset, so compatibility wouldn't be an issue, um, immediately your IT support guys have got less reactive need to support people, you know, if things go wrong, you know, a patch from the antivirus comes out and it breaks the VPN, or VPN comes out and it breaks application X. We should avoid those sort of elements by virtue of having that integration layer to begin with. Yeah, so if we, we've kind of spoken about it from a features layer, and we've talked about the end user, so now let's just bring in that central middle layer benefits from kind of the IT decision maker. Why are they buying into it? Why should they buy into it? Well, I was kind of alluding to it to some extent a moment ago because um, the IT support side of it, because of course it's an integrated solution that essentially deals with the whole lot. IT no longer needs to play whack-a-mole with the users and dealing with lots and lots of problems. So they can all of a sudden be much more efficient in how they work. They're not having to bounce between 10 different solutions to try and resolve a problem. Um, they've, they've got a much more uh, easier support prospect in that sense, which therefore means they can get on with developing the business. 
by bringing this much more integrated solution together as well, you have enhancements to security, notably in the uh, SAS, uh, SASE layer, but also in conjunction with Carbon Black. So bearing in mind the rise in, um, uh, in attacks on businesses, you've kind of lightening that load um, and moving away from that sort of worry. Um, so it means that you can actually get on with be, being a business. Okie dokie. So the last one then, because essentially this got announced today. How could people get started? Could they get going on this immediately? When can people start taking advantage of this? That will depend on a number of factors that have yet to be identified um, around licensing and whatever else. Some of the products are already there. Uh, the individual elements are already available. In some cases, a lot of customers have already got it. Mm. So you've got some customers already on Carbon Black. Some customers are already on Workspace ONE. Some customers may even be that bleeding edge, they're on SASE. It's a case of uh, how that will evolve together. Uh, and certainly there are some uh, technical elements that would need to be addressed that I imagine will be in upcoming product releases of those products to tighten the integration between them. Um, notably, uh, there are enhancements coming with respect to um, the Workspace One's Carbon Black um, integration in the sense of managing the uh, policies and such through Workspace One. And equally, uh, the use of the VMware Workspace One tunnel that in the past was used to provide Workspace One clients essentially VPN access into the data center, that traditional model. The uh, point of presence was effectively a unified access gateway configured as a tunnel um, in the data center. Well, that kind of shifts now so that Workspace One tunnel now goes to, well, can be used uh, directed to SASE rather than straight on-prem. So there will be some architectural changes that will need to be done over time. Uh, so there would be a design piece, as with all new products as they're integrated. Okay, okay. And you mentioned that one of the um, large conversations to be had would be around licensing. If someone listened to this now and just went, well, I can't wait for that. I need it all today and went out and got themselves each individual component. Do you reckon there'd be some relief down the line if they did get wrapped up as some sort of bundle? That's a commercial question that you would have to speak to your your um, partner company, such as Extrovert. Is there anything else you feel you need to add to uh, what this can do, what this can bring to a company, what this can bring to even the IT implementer themselves or IT ops at the end of the day? Well, I think it's going to remove some headaches. Um, in the sense of having to uh, spin plates looking after multiple solutions from multiple vendors. Um, it's going to simplify the support model in the sense of rather than dealing with multiple vendors that will often compete and disagree um, on what, what's causing the issue you're, you're centralizing. Now you could argue of course that uh, uh, having um, different products from different vendors may well have a certain benefit from the point of view of they're less likely to have security vulnerabilities, some people argue that. Um, I would counter that by saying uh, if you've got a solution that's more integrated from the outset then that interoperability will provide that inherent security that uh, companies are increasingly needing to have while also providing the end user with the joined up slick user experience that increasingly users are expecting um, wherever they work. 
after all we now live in a society where somebody with a mobile phone can pretty much pick up their email do whatever the hell they want they don't want to have to start this to do that and um, wave the left leg in the air while they're doing it they want simplicity and they, they, they get it at home they click on Netflix and it just works what they want is the same kind of ease of use with work perfect beautiful message well delivered okay that's absolutely brilliant um, I believe you're um, writing a blog about this as well which I think will be released through the extrovert website and if you'd like to catch any other episodes of Cloud Insiders you can do so by visiting extrovert.com or going to cloudinsiders.fm Curtis thank you so much for talk, speaking to us today it's been absolutely brilliant